Welcome back to episode three of Relationships, Accountability, and Consequences. Relationship trauma is our topic of discussion. I had a special guest, but due to technical difficulties, I can't air the interview. I seek to always educate my listeners so that we all have a positive impact on humanity. Normally, you all would have already had this episode, but I've been actively working in the community. I am proud to say that I was able to provide over 130 children with back-to-school supplies. I want to give a special thanks to God, Trinidad, and the Sophisticated Hustle Queens Social Club for hosting the back-to-school carnival on Sunday. I would also like to thank the Lexington County Department of Social Services, Rough Riders Motorcycle Club, private donors, my nephew Israel, and myself for making this happen. It was hard work, but to see the smiles on the children's and parents' faces was well worth it. Community service comes natural to me. As a child, I watched my mother serve her community, fighting against inequality and injustice. I followed in her footsteps. All my efforts to serve the global community helped to seal my mother's legacy. This is her birthday month. Salute to Janet Lee Hillary Dunn, my forever queen. Rest in paradise, mama. I love you. Relationship trauma, as stated before, is our topic of discussion. Let us begin by defining both relationships and trauma. According to Webster's Dictionary, relationships are defined as the state of being related or interrelated, the relation connecting or bonded participants in a relationship such as kinship, a specific instance or type of kinship, a state of affairs existing between those having relations or dealings, a romantic or passionate attachment. Trauma can be defined as an injury such as a wound to living tissue caused by an intrinsic agent, a disordered psychic or behavioral state resulting from severe mental or emotional stress or physical injury, an emotional upset, an agent, force, or mechanism that causes trauma. In my opinion, relationship trauma can have a negative impact of how you view the world. Our parents set the foundation of trust, love, etc. If there is no bond and no one to replace them, it leaves an emotional scar that may affect every aspect of your life. People love to say that they have healed from a situation. The test will be when you must face that beast head on. Did you forgive the situation or person? If you had a negative reaction, the answer is no. This means that you need to work on yourself so that you may heal from the inside out. If you choose to hold on to pain, you have agreed to suffer for the rest of your life. Forgiveness doesn't mean that the individual or situation will not suffer consequences, but you have decided to allow God to fight your battle and you will move forward in life. Forgiveness is not for them, but for you. If you truly let go, you will instantly be at peace of mind. I know it is hard, or do we think that is hard? Our time is limited on this earth, and we must spread the message of faith, hope, and love. It is not okay for you to sit in sorrow. I know that they betrayed you, but look at how that changed you. Look at how the situations have changed you. You have trust issues, anxiety, you can't sleep at night, anger issues, etc. You find yourself being a, peace, a people pleaser. 
Do you really want to endure this for the rest of your life? Your inability to forgive others prohibits you from elevating to God's purpose for your life. I've read many books and reviewed educational documentaries and concluded that life is the best teacher. Stop pouring so much of yourself into others. If you don't know God, you will eventually become empty. And, you know, I know that some people may be atheists, but I can tell you I don't understand that. Why would you choose to believe in nothing when you can believe in something that can give you hope for a better for a better minute, second, better tomorrow? You know, you choose to be how you want to be. But it just it doesn't make any sense to me. But you have a right to feel how you feel. Because the God that I believe in gives you free will. So it's honestly your choice. And I'm not the person to sit up here and judge you. But if you ever feel like you need to feel loved and to belong in this world, God's waiting for you. And I want y'all to remember something too. I, I talk about this many times, but I need you to visualize yourself as being a pitcher. And people that are in your life are like cups. And you're filling up each cup. Well, if you don't have something pouring into you, eventually, eventually, you're going to be empty, depressed. It's going to take everything out of you. So I need you all to really think about the fact that sometimes you got to stop pouring so much of yourself into others. Sometimes you got to turn off your phone. Sometimes you have to set business hours because people need to respect your time. If they can't make it without you, tell them to get on their knees and pray. And they need to call Jesus because you're not a third, you're not a therapist. And even if you were, even a therapist gets paid for their time because they realize the power of peace and, and setting boundaries. I need you all to only give from your overflow. If you're empty inside, I need you to get filled up by God or whatever you choose. But I need something to continuously pour into you. So whatever your spillage, whatever your overflow is, that's what you can give to others. Nothing else. Because if you do not have a surplus of love, time, etc. You got to learn the power of saying no and be still. So that you may hear the voice of God. Be like, I can't hear God. No, you can't see success either. But you know it exists. Be quiet, be still, and really, really open your heart. You hear God's voice. You know, I tell people, people tell me all the time, I, I, I want to be more patient. I wonder, and I pray for patience, this, that, and the other. God has a sense of humor to me because you pray for patience. 
God isn't going to just give you patience. He gives you a situation that's going to require you to put in that work to get that patience. You say, Lord, I want a financial overflow. Or I want to be able to trust you. Or I want to strengthen my faith. Trust and believe me. <laughs> he is going to give you a situation that is going to strengthen your faith. I do refer to God as a he. And for those that have issues with that, take that up with the Father that's above me. However you choose to see God, that's your business. But this is my way of seeing God. And you can start your own podcast as you listen to mine. But I want y'all to understand that you can't hear God's voice if you surround yourself with chaos. I know that because that used to be me a long time ago. I personally have experienced relationship trauma on several occasions. I realized that I needed to work on me. I've been in narcissistic relationships as a result of trauma bonding. And that'll be another segment that we'll talk about. Please be advised that being single does not mean that you are lonely. This is your time to determine where you are mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You need to find balance. Please allow yourself time to mourn the trauma, heal, and then pursue a significant other when ready, if a relationship is what you want, or to try to fix family bonds or friendships. But you need to give yourself time so that you have a clear head and an open heart to be able to not just face whatever that situation may be, but also be willing to listen. The relationships of 2023 and beyond are strange to me. I've never seen a society that uses open relationships as an option in monogamous relationships. You either desire a polygamous relationship or a monogamous relationship. And if you don't know what polygamy is, do your homework. Go look it up. Regardless of what you choose, respect is required. Do not force yourself into a lifestyle of pain and suffering as a, at the result of loving the wrong person. I need you to love yourself so well that you can immediately notice when you are being improperly loved. Do not settle for anyone or anything. You deserve to be happy. And material, materialist, being materialistic is not going to make you happy. Like money, money can buy happiness, temporary happiness, yeah. But do you truly have good relationships with people that want to be around you because of you? Or is it because of the money or what you have to offer? See, one thing I can say about myself is I have authentic relationships with others. Relationship trauma can occur at any age, but it doesn't have to govern your life. Choose peace and happiness. I need you all to please evaluate your circle of friends or family that you engage with the most. For example, if you have three broke friends, 
remember that you're going to be the fourth one. If you have five broke friends, you're going to be the sixth one. But if you are surrounded with ambitious people, you will become the same way. Or you're going to be like, man, I don't like what they're doing. So you'll decide to change friends or find a new tribe. However the case may be. My mother said that in this lifetime, you'll be able to count your true friends on one hand. And she also stated that you're gonna, you would take on the personality of those people. So I need you to really evaluate your circle. And I need you to also take accountability for your life and no longer allow the trauma from the past to dictate your emotions. Learn from the past and you don't have to forget. And remember, you don't have to forget it, but you must forgive it to elevate yourself. Stop allowing others to live rent free in your mind. They have moved on and you are still stuck in that place in time. You can stay there. Or at the count of three, you can make an intentional decision to forgive yourself and then learn how to forgive others. Please do not look confused. You punished yourself because you robbed yourself of peace of mind. Now, are you ready to start living in the present? If so, listen to the sound of my voice. Because I'm going to count to three. But it's some action that goes behind it. If you're not ready to do this, don't do it. But I need you to do this. Starting now. One. Now, as I'm saying one, I need you to take a deep breath. So let's begin again. One. Take a deep breath. And release. Two. Take a, take a deeper breath. And release. Now with the third, with number three, you're going to take a deep breath. I want you to hold it for five seconds. Because when you blow out, when you blow out this time, you're going to release. Okay? You're going to release yourself from that past. And you're going to make intentional steps to heal. All right? Here we go. Three, deep breath and hold for five seconds. Congratulations for those of you who took those deep breaths and decided to make an intentional decision to move forward in your life. Now, when you get that opportunity, I need you to look in the mirror and say to yourself, I forgive you and I love you. Matthew 22, Matthew chapter 22, 37 through 39 states that you should love God with all your heart, soul and mind. This is the first commandment and the second one states that you need to love thy neighbor as thyself. If you don't know how to love all of you, 
you are depriving, depriving others of your love. Yeah, you may be loving people, so on and so forth. But there's another level to your love that you have yet to unlock. And you haven't, you can't unlock it if you don't love you. So sometimes you got to pull back and it's not being selfish. It's a commandment. You're supposed to do it. Go back and look, y'all. God tells you. Love thy neighbor as thyself. It's a, it's a small scripture, but guess what? It has so much meaning. Even if you're an atheist, it's telling you love yourself first before you try to love other people. It goes back to the, the scenario I gave y'all about the picture. You can't give to other people if there's nothing inside of you. Resting is loving you. Deciding not to answer your phone is choosing you. It's choosing your peace. I have a negativity odometer. Once that thing fills up for the day, and somebody calls me about their problems, I'll go to God in prayer with them. I'll say, let's pray together. But it's only so much I can deal with. I had to set that boundary because I was being drained. In conclusion, if you want to give up, get over relationship trauma, make an intentional decision to do so. Forgive yourself, but most of all, seek God's help. And a professional therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist. You have all types of help with people that God has given special gifts to that can help you through this journey of mental health. It is insanity to stay in your mess and expect something different to occur. As stated in prior episodes, it is time to drop the victim mentality and grow up. Nobody owes you anything. You do not have the right to give others hell because you refuse to get help. Focus on your relationship with God and yourself. You will thank me later. I will speak to you all soon. Make sure you come back for inspiration that will elevate your mind. Plant a seed into good ground. Nurture it and watch it grow. Jay Marie Speaks is here to help you on this journey of life. I would like to hear from you. Please subscribe to my website at jmarieinc.com. That's J-M-A-R-I-E-I-N-K.com. And have a wonderful life. Until next time.